It's exciting when God wants to uh, do some things, and I've lost my Bible. That would help. Say, I'm ready to go. You know, the, uh, the Passover, Easter, you had to eat it ready to run with your bags packed, your coat on. You had to eat it kind of with your training shoes on, kind of ready to move. And I don't know about you, but I think half of us are kind of already up at the park in our minds and what we're doing. I know that I'm dressed for it. I've got me, me hats ready to go. But some reactions, eh? <laughs> Party in the park hats next year. Party in the park hats next year. Oh, new t-shirts next year. Have you got your uh, wristbands? I know they're the same ones as last year, and uh, we could have dogged them out uh, last year's ones back out, but I don't know about you, I bought mine new because I want someone to get uh, one of these packs ready uh, with a Bible in it, with uh, tracts and information that's going to help them. And, uh, you know, when it talks about uh, this in Romans 13, it talks about our plan, the, 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 the things that God's got for us in Romans 13. If you just turn in your Bibles, if you've got them, or on the screen behind me. In verse 8, it says... In Romans 13, verse 8, it says, Let no debt remain outstanding, except the continuing, ongoing debt to love one another. For he who loves his fellow man has fulfilled the law. Isn't that good? And then it just finishes off at the end of that sentence. It says, Love is the fulfillment of the law. Love is the fulfillment of the law. You know, what's going to mark people different from just a, a music concert? You know, Glastonbury, our neighbours went to Glastonbury, and they were enjoying themselves. What's going to mark part in the part different is the love. God's love in our hearts for the people that we're going to encounter. You know, the, the salvation message, the cross is enough. It's enough for you and for me and everybody that we're going to come across. We don't have to express some complicated belief system. All we have to do is open our mouths and talk to people. And it says that that love message, this is God's love message. I've died, so you don't need to. But I died so that you could receive what I have. That's the cross, isn't it? That the cross, Jesus on that cross, he went, it's finished, it's done. And three days later, just to show everybody how real it was, he got out of the grave, ascended to heaven, and he's seated at the right hand. Just to demonstrate the incredible reality of the power of God. That power, that same power that raised Jesus from the dead is at work in you and me today. Amen. That's right. Ordinary people, extraordinary God. Yes. I, love, I love that, how Jesus just has made it easy. In Matthew 28, he says, all authority, verse 18, all authority in heaven and earth has been given to me, so go make disciples. 
Go and meet people that are learning, just like you're learning, how to serve me, how to walk with me, teach them everything I've taught you, baptize them, you know, actually show them. You see, baptism is about the end of one thing and the start of something new. Baptism is my advanced funeral service. I am not going to care about my funeral service. When I die, it's not going to be uh, a long, drawn-out occasion. I mean, the hearse will be driving as fast as it allowed, the speed limit, <laughs> because I don't drive anything less than that. <laughs> but I won't care. You see, I've already died. That's, isn't that the releasing message? I died. So everything that's going on now is about bringing God glory. It's about seeing his life revealed. And it's about that life touching others through me. So Claire's not going to be sad. She's going to be rejoicing. (laughs) This is the truth, isn't it? This is the truth that we've had celebrating with Martin. Seeing God's life being revealed And then something greater, not less. And so we have this tremendous hope. And it says in in 2 Timothy uh, 4 verse 5, it says, keep your head in all situations. That's an interesting thing. Keep your brain in gear. Keep your thinking in line with God. Keep a right mindset to all things that are going on. Because... There's suffering, there's problems, but, and that's the exciting thing, endure hardship, do the work, discharge all the, 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 the uh, ministry of an evangelist, do all that you're supposed to do, because God's got a crown waiting, because there's glory waiting, because the power of God is being revealed. At Party in the Park, each of us has got jobs to do. It's interesting, isn't it? We've got jobs to do. Today is a day of faith and a day of obedience. Faith, well, did God say, do party in the park? Because if God said, do party in the park, things are going to work. If God said, do part in the park, then there are divine appointments waiting for you and for me to speak to people that's going to affect our life as much as it affects them. But the exciting thing is, lots of church leaders all heard the same thing. So, even if I got it wrong, and it was just my idea, lots of other church leaders also heard. So, Good news. It's God. You know, it's not that we're all sheep and we just blah, follow everything that's happening. One leader says something, we all go, bah, bah. God said it, we're doing it. So, that's, that's, a, that's a good place for faith, isn't it? That enables us to look out today and go, okay, faith in our leaders it's kind of a, a test sometimes, depending on what kind of leadership you've known. But then there's faith in the Lord who spoke to the leaders because he had something he wanted to do. 
In the past, when we've done Party in the Park, we've had people come to us who wanted prayer for leukemia. We didn't hear anything about those people for a whole year, but when we did the next Party in the Park, they came back and went, I'm healed. It wasn't in the prayer line that person got prayed for. It was just one of the church members that prayed for them. Because they dared to step out and just go, can I pray for you? Nothing dramatic happened there and then. A year later, the person's testimony is I'm healed. So sometimes we just need to step out by faith. There's going to be 10-minute gaps in the uh, program today where nothing's going to happen on the stage. And that's going to give you time to talk to people without a competition for the sound. Who are they listening to, the stage or you? So use those 10 minutes. Each 10-minute gap, find someone new to talk to. Find someone new to talk to because God wants to do something. That's why he set up Party in the Park. And this is where faith needs obedience. So obedience is... This is not Alan giving you a command. This is God going, I want you today. Once a person agrees with me. (laughs) Yeah. So God is putting into your hearts some words of knowledge. Some words of faith. Some words of compassion. You know, sometimes we don't have to have a word of knowledge. For me, for many years, I didn't understand how words of knowledge worked. I thought you kind of had some shake or some feeling in the body or something happen. And I was just like, it doesn't, just doesn't happen to me. I will find myself in a conversation and I would just say some things to the person, and we're just talking away, and in the middle of the conversation, I don't know why I thought about it afterwards. I think, why did I say that? And that's exactly what that person needed. And I began to realize that was a word of knowledge. But it was not like I had some blinding revelation. Say this. (laughs) Thus says the Lord. Now, just in the middle of the conversation, I just blurted something out and thought afterwards, why did I say that? How bonkers was that? And then you find out after that that person said to this person, who said to that person, said to this person, by the way, that that was really right on. On On the nail, exactly what I needed to hear. And you think, phew, I wasn't so mad after all. Why am I saying that? Because I don't think many of us have blinding revelations and see words written on people's foreheads or whatever fancy um, terms I've heard some people speak about. Most of us just have a bit of a sense. Oh, shall I go and speak to this person? What am I going to say? Oh, okay, let me try that. Hiya! But that's all it starts. Just going over is actually faith. We're a faith church. We're a people of faith. So obedience today means reaching out and speaking to someone you don't know. 
Let's go for it. Let's go for it. Obedience means we will fulfill the roles that we've been assigned to and that we signed up for. Some of you have been given roles to do, and some of you have volunteered to do roles. Before the Lord, you have a responsibility not to frustrate your brothers and sisters by turning up late. But also, if someone then turns up late, not to get angry with them because they've made you stay longer. So let's be full of love today. Let's demonstrate kingdom life today. Let's be people who are really determined. See, today, today's a day where we really see Actually, well, at more to the point, we let God measure our desire for revival and reformation. You see, you can turn up to the park and have your picnic, and you're letting everybody else work. You don't want revival. You want to satisfy yourself. There's nothing wrong with that, but that's not pushing in for revival and praying for God to move. It's actually a day when we can measure our own desire. Why am I doing this? Oh, we did it last year. Why are we doing it again? I thought about it. Especially last night as I was trying to... uh, put the notice board together and put the info stand together at three o'clock in the morning. Oh, where am I finding this information from? Today is a day when we can measure our desire for revival and reformation as we look at our own hearts, not look at others. Don't measure other people's hearts. Measure your own desire, your own heart. How am I walking in love today with those people when they come and their kids are messing with the things that you've set up or they're pushing in the queue? Do we stop it, you? Or do we pray peace and go, hi, by the way, this person's coming first. Uh, let me just help you up. Just, I'll be with you in a minute. And a gentle answer deflects anger. Let's bring peace into the park with us when we're on duty. Let's be peacemakers by our attitudes. Let's be those who actually today, when our patience, our kindness, and our love is tested, we go, that's okay, you can have my fruit, and I'm going to produce some more today. See, the fruit of love, joy, peace is for others, isn't it? It's to glorify Jesus. It's to exalt his name, isn't it? See, I preached peace a week ago, and I've been really tested all week. (laughs) What? Do you want to come and preach? Because whatever you say, you have to walk out. Mm-hmm. 
So John 13, 34 says, a new command I give you. A new command, not a new idea, not a new concept, a new command. A command requires obedience without choice, doesn't it? When the army, they say, do this, if you don't do it, they shoot you. Any good God doesn't shoot us. <laughs> At least he doesn't shoot me. He hasn't given me permission to shoot anybody either, so you're safe. Amen. It says, as I have loved you, so you can pick and choose on the certain days whether you're going to love others. When that person is your friend, you can love them. It doesn't say those things, does it? It says, really blunt, so you must. Must love. But love's a choice, isn't it? So how can you say, I must? Well, because the love of God's been put in your heart. If it's God's love, then it overflows, overspills, overtakes our own emotions and affects and changes who we are. So we don't just choose to love, we find ourselves loving before we've even made the decision. <laughs> That's the leading of the Spirit. It's like, oh my goodness, hang on a minute. Who said a volunteer? Why am I here and everybody else is behind me? Hang on a minute. <laughs> because the Spirit of God moves us to do things. So today, if someone asks you, can you? The answer is, I will. Even if they say, can you? See, can you means, are you able to do it? It isn't, will you do it? So let's answer, can you, with, I will. Yeah. I choose. Yeah. I'm going. I'm going for it. Yeah. I'm saying yes to God, even if it's you that's asking me. Yeah. I'm recognizing God. Because I recognize everything that's been taught all year, so far, is culminating today as day of salvation for people. And I want to see that. I want to see salvation today. It says, by this, this is John 13, 34, by this all men will know you're my disciples if you love one, if you have loved one for another. So what we're going to see in the part today, are we going to see love worked out? Are we going to see mercy worked out? Are we going to see grace worked out? Are we going to see miracles released? Because they're in your hands, not in mine. They're in our hands. Believers will lay hands on the sick, not the pastors. Not only the pastors. So the newest believer, the person who just gave their life to the Lord this week, can lay hands on the sick and see a miracle happen. Come on. As a brand new believer, I saw a girl raised from the dead just because someone dared to speak out in a hospital in Southampton in the UK. That, that's governed and affected the whole of my life. What are you going to speak into someone's life today? How exciting. How exciting. That you're here because someone spoke something out 30 years ago in my life. 
I don't even know if that girl ever became a Christian. I lost contact with the family as I followed God's plan for my life. I have no idea what happened. I just know God did something in me. And because he did something in me, he's been able to do things in you. And because he's done things in you, he's going to do things in other people's lives. And that's exciting. It's, it's, it's intensive. It puts a pressure on us. But Jesus said, my yoke's easy. My, my yoke's light. My burdens are easy. So it's not just, can you get the right word of knowledge? Just speak to people and you'll have the right words to speak. Just talk to someone you don't know. And if they're Christians, you're going to bless them and then move on to the next person. Because today is not about the Christians. Today is about everybody else. We don't want to see them going to hell. We don't want to see them in despair. We don't want to see our city get worse. We want to see our city improve. And the city becomes great when the righteous give it their blessing. So today, let's be a blessing to our city. Let's be a blessing to the people who are pushing and shoving. Let's be a blessing to the child that's swearing his head off because he doesn't know any better. Let's not tut and let's not fret about a bit of language because when God saved me, my language changed overnight from effing and jeffing to being pure because he changed my heart. No one taught me how to stop swearing. It just changed. So we can overlook that stuff when we know what God's doing. But I just, we're going to take communion this morning. We're taking communion because communion is the sign of our unity. And what does it say? Where brothers dwell together in unity, there God commands a blessing. So as part of this response to the word, our saying, I'm putting my faith in you, the Lord, this morning. You said do part in the park, we're doing part in the park. You spoke to the leaders, I trust the leaders. You spoke to the leaders, I will step out and do things. You speak to me, I will say it. You show me, I'll do it.